Hey everybody, welcome to the Spooktacular Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always is the ghoulish Mr. Gimpy. The ghoulish, I like it. Yeah, what dude. I had a intro on this, man. Put a little spin on it, put a little, like little dab it. of flavor like on it, it. dude. Were, this is basically our thriller intro, dude. It's bass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, the bass, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, <laughs> fighting off a cold that's that's coming. I, I feel yeah, it's the winter is coming, to, dude. I've been trying to fight it. You're out here. Look at you, man. You're trying to act cute, trying to act what? pretty out there what? in the fall weather without like a jacket on. You're like, nah. I don't need a hoodie. I'll be fine. Now look at you sick. Nah, nah. The kids were sick all week. So, you know, shit happens. You're shit out there happens. with your shorts, dude. Just nah, barbecuing. <laughs> my my son like straight coughed in my mouth the other day. So oh, like, yeah. That's that. love. Like, That's it's true to, family it's hard love. hard to fight off when someone's coughing in your mouth, you know? <laughs> dude. That's, That's it, you know. life, brother. Some people pay good money for that, dude, just to get yeah, the right. disease over with. <laughs> right, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, anyone wants to come into a uh, you know cold party, you know, here it is. <laughs> yeah, are you guys doing that the chicken pox party or whatever? Fuck, or you... No, my my daughter's had chicken pox. Like she got ah. it from the vaccine and had it for like two weeks. <laughs> ah man, that's yeah, you know. I, I I haven't had chicken pox in my life, so I had to stay away from her. This oh. is like when she was like two, I think. Something like that. Yeah, scary, pretty... man. It's Today? no joke. Yeah. No, this fitting like perfectly at our uh, perfect spooktacular special. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> Nothing right. scarier than the uh, biohazards of Resident Evil, dude, breaking <laughs> out. Speaking of which, uh, Resident Evil 8 uh, and the Winter's Expansion came out. Wow. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't checked it out yet, though. I have it downloaded, ready to rock. Uh, I've been looking forward to this since, the, since I beat the game. Uh, Resident okay. Evil Village was great. Um, and uh, the ending left you on a bit of a cliffhanger. And the fact that you're continuing the story, it's not like a side story, it's a continuation, is awesome. So I can't wait to experience that. Capcom has been hitting it out of the park lately with uh, Resident Evil. So looking forward to it, man. Yeah, they really kind of found like their groove. And they're like... They're taking that franchise and they're beating it to death, dude. They're like taking it like a zombie and they're like, they're like, all right, what works? Let's just do that and more of it and keep doing that. <laughs> uh, they added like, death, though. I mean, the games are good. Yeah. Yeah. They're not bad, dude. Like they figured out, like, if you have like a few like ways to let people mod the game as well, like that adds to like the longevity of it as well. Like, you know, yeah. everyone added in like different outfits and all kinds of cool stuff. Like, uh, there's like no zombie mode. Uh, there's like hundreds That's of zombie mode that, yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah they got like ways to like access like the uh no clip areas where you can like walk around in back alleys where you're never supposed to be and all this other stuff yeah man resident evil we're really out there capcom what what dead franchise should they bring back do you think Ooh. capcom uh yeah did they Dark do viewful joe game side uh technically clover studio did capcom still owns no. the ip but Clover's dead, so if if Capcom ever revives it, it won't be the same. Yeah, that's my my hot take for him. Give me a new Viewful Joe. What are you gonna say? I want a new Darkstalkers. I thought you were gonna say Dragon's Dogma there for a second. I, like, no, I think they're making uh, another one. Yeah, they are give him another one. swing at the. Yep, 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 yep. The game was too ahead of its time. I agree. I agree. Um, I don't think the game's for me, just because. Uh, one of my my brother in law just that's one of the only games he plays to this day. He plays oh, like like Dark Souls, good, Destiny, and 
Dragon's Dogma, uh, Dark and Risen, are the only games he plays. And this has been like for a decade. So I'm like, damn, dude. He's like, the yeah. game's great. I was like, <laughs> mm. it's like, oh, it's, it's, I don't know. If you, I guess you're like, you know, I wish I had something I was like that passionate about. So you're saying Darkstalkers, dude? Yeah, Darkstalkers. Um, I thought the art Where are you at with unique. all this, uh, all this hitbox controversy, dude? For what? Oh, the hitbox the controller. Yeah, so a hitbox controller just uses buttons instead of, yep. you know, a, a yep. joystick style uh, physical movement thing. So yep. you can input everything like a, almost like the the WASD keys on a keyboard for like. Yep. Uh, so people have been switching to this. Like uh, mm-hmm. the last tournament I think they had was like seven out of the 10 top people were all using the hitbox style controller. Okay. Uh, I think Capcom banned it for street fighter three at one point uh, and then they kind of uh, reversed that decision so the combo breaker i went to in 2019 uh daigo famously um stated he was going to use the hitbox and right before the first first round of pools in street fighter five started they said daigo could not use the hitbox Damn. so yeah. capcom was always against it uh i think the big thing is you the dual inputs can let moves that uh, aren't meant to like be be able to walk forward and use at the same time could happen like guile's uh you know sonic boom you could walk sonic forward boom. and continue using it like you could still yeah use it while walking forward, and there's like is, ways where you can second move you can like block both directions simultaneously yeah. as well like, yeah yeah i don't know it, uh, so it definitely is it is it a programming issue with the game because you know the game isn't supposed to I'll let you do two inputs at once probably but no one designed it that way because no controller nor uh input Arcade. device at the time yeah you know allowed you to do that so i i understand it uh do i understand people trying to get an edge sure it's still their skill i think you know yeah i, I mean yeah learn how to use the hitbox man it's not like you just like walk in uh when i was at combo breaker i used uh someone's and didn't like it it just felt it just took all the i don't know not having a joystick just takes a lot of the fun away from it for me uh oh. it's uh, that tactile yeah it's feel. A tactile-ness. yeah yeah because i mean i i was i was a kid who grew up on the kyra servers and uh you know played played on emulation in school um when i shouldn't have been and using a keyboard to play fighters it fucking sucked it feels, feels yeah. awful and that's just basically going back to the keyboard fighting and i i'm not gonna do that <laughs> damn what about if uh docs they release dark dark stalkers from the ground up with like a hitbox control scheme in mind it's fine they'll have to they'll, they'll no matter what they'll have to support uh other input devices they'll have to support oh. arcades they'll have to support uh keyboards um i'll be interested in how riots uh fighting game the league of legends fighting game coming out how they will respond to this because they're one of their goals in mind was keyboard players which is essentially what a hitbox is. So I'm I'm curious how they will handle this. Yeah, it might be from the ground up with that design philosophy in mind. Like, I I definitely agree with you. Where it definitely seems like it definitely falls on the programmer side of things. But it's like you said, nobody could have foreseen like the hotness of the hitbox taking over and like people being like, yeah. oh, I can get a bit. And it also is kind of a chicken egg been scenario for a while too. So it's yeah, not like yeah. It's not new. It's been around yeah. at least like it's, ten years, like from yeah, the, the actual company Hitbox. Yeah. yeah, they started sponsoring. Like I think Daigo is sponsored by them. Maybe I'm just gonna he throw that now, out there. I, I believe because he was sponsored by Mad Cats forever, and I think Hitbox is sponsoring him now because he was famously yeah. using their. So a lot of the the top guys who are using it are sponsored by it. So it's uh, 
you know, uh, full disclosure on that. Uh, it's like, so don't believe everything you see. Sometimes it's just a hot advertisement. Like those guys are the top guys, irregardless of what controller yeah, they're controller, using. Yeah, true, yeah. true. They'll beat your ass with the uh, Xbox One, uh, with the Duke controller, dude. They don't give a f, bro. <laughs> they'll beat you with the Steel Battalion <laughs> fucking rig, bro. controller. That'd be dope. The little DDR dance pad your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So I don't, you know, yeah, but it definitely helps improve the look of being like, oh, maybe it's the, the hitboxes making them that good. But like, uh, it definitely has like a, a bit of an edge to it because the, you can do a dual uh, inputs for certain things. But, yeah. you know, some, some call it cheating. I call it, you know, a competitive edge. Uh, <laughs> it's available to like all players yeah. on the field. It's not like uh, they can't be doing this, you know? Yeah, but there's a cost to it. I think. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, a cost to being into, you know, fighting games uh, is a very luxurious pastime <laughs> to be a pro fighter. Oh, to be a pro? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're already like say, in the... I was going to say it's uh, one of the most, like, like I mean, you know, grassroots FGC or, you know, pro movements there are because, uh, like, the multi-blood people would play, a, like, famously there was a laptop on top of a trash can and people were yeah. playing in the bathroom, you know, they were like, it's a trash can game or whatever, so. <laughs> they gotta do what they gotta yeah, do, bro. You, know, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. But yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I was looking at, uh, what brought this up to me is I was looking at a button box for racing sims. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. Speaking of like not being accessible for money, dude, like those things go for like three, four hundred dollars. Yes. And I was like, it's just like buttons on a fucking box, dude. How expensive could this be to like just make it myself? So I started looking at like uh, DIY videos of people doing it. And so what they do is they take like a USB, like arcade stick controller, yep. and then they just plug in like uh, 18 millimeter buttons to that from like a uh, junction box, like a plastic junction box. Uh, so you can build one yourself for like 15, 20 bucks. I was like, I might do that. Uh, just for playing Elite Dangerous, just because <laughs> like it takes like thirty-two buttons, and I was like, I might need to. How much to get into this? Like to really like try and do this, man. But playing in VR with pedals and yeah, shit. <laughs> you know, I want a, bu- a button box for specific actions and stuff. Yeah, get, there's like, so the many actions. Yeah, of course, dude. Okay. Like, you can't not have switches, bro. Okay. Okay. It you seemed like a little need, bit harder. Like you, need, you might need like an Arduino board for that, but uh, just buttons say, you only need. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the game actually has the cockpit has switches though, right? Are you trying to emulate the cockpit? Yeah. Or are you just trying to get more buttons in general. I was just trying to get more buttons because the uh, Thrustmaster controller I have, uh, what it does is it auto defaults and binds several of the keys together. So you have all the buttons, but like uh, twelve of them like end up becoming like uh, c- combinations of things you have to press together for oh, things yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you it's like the, I'd like to just um, get rid of that. You have the shift button, right? So you hold one and then press another. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it becomes like a weird spider's nest of problems, but right, right. I don't know if I even wanted to tangle up in that mess, bro. I get it. I uh, get it. Elite Dangerous. I like the idea of, bro. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah, just that. space trucking. Yeah, space yeah. trucker, dude. That's yeah. what I want. I want space trucker the game, but that's not. It's like a full immersive space sim. Yeah, space. Yeah, yeah definitely. Speaking of uh, full immersive sims, how has your Star Wars Squadrons career been going? It's been all right. I haven't played too much since the last time we talked. Okay. Yeah. Like after I like, kind of crashed and burned after I shut off the HUD trying to be a hotshot ace pilot, dude. I was like, <laughs> I haven't got back too deep to it. Uh, the only real VR stuff I've been doing is like that uh, Adobe Medium sculpting yeah. stuff in VR. Yeah. It's really great. Uh, it crashes. Uh, it 
runs kind of shit, even like on a hot new computer uh, that I have here. So I don't know. Like when I'm doing that stuff, I was watched finally for the first time. Uh, Ready Player One. I'd never seen it before. Oh, really? Oh, my, okay. Yeah. So I was watching it in. I put on my VR glasses. I was watching it in 3D <laughs> on my Oculus, laying in bed in the fucking metaverse, bro. Yeah. Living the dream, watching this shit. Uh, and I was watching the garage scene where they're like uh, repairing like the bike from Akira in there. Yep. Yep. And I was like, that's what I kind of feel like in Adobe Medium Sculpt, where like I'm like building stuff, and I was like. We need a point where, like, I could take, like, because I've been, like, sculpting a bunch of mech robots. I was like, we need a part where I can, like, take these mechs and just, like, throw them into a game and, like, have it work. Uh, And we're not quite there yet. Uh, I think we just need a a way more computing power (laughs) for, like, how things are made, dude. Like, because I can kind of do that right now. Because right now I, like, export it to, like, an OBJ uh, and I, like, import that into Blender. And then I could, like, take it from Blender and... uh, retypo it so it's like a smaller mesh size so then i can you know put it into like unity or unreal engine and then i have to like have an engine that would uh respect it as like a robot but yeah it's doable it's doable you just haven't haven't taken the steps yet <laughs> yeah i might i might i was looking at like because of that damn movie <laughs> i was like uh i was like i think i have like a mech battler kit from the asset store on unity i bought like a while yeah. back maybe i could just take these parts and just throw that shit in there dude yeah, I hate to be I that guy, down. But the book was better. Yeah, that's what I hear, man. Uh, yeah. The movie, not great. All right. Uh, but uh, looking yeah. at it from like, just like, why would people play this and spend all their time in it, dude? I was like, I, it'd have to be like really realistic. Like, like it has to be like some sort of like sensory overtake uh, situation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, is that explained in the book or is it? It is. Just it like, is. It's explained in the movie, but it, it, they kind of gloss over it. It is a sensory thing. Um. I think the biggest thing is the biggest win that movie had is they got Spielberg to direct it because the scale for that and how he got the licenses for other properties, who else would have done that? You know what I mean? I think he can get a meeting with anybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think, I think that's not Kanye, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Getting thrown out of the office now, man. It's like, oh, Spielberg's here. They're like, oh, take that meeting. For sure. Get him in here. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Ready Player Two, the book, uh, has been out for a while. I haven't read it yet, but um, ah. I believe the movie's happening, too, so see how that goes. Who knows if Spielberg's still attached, because he already got the meetings, and the movie already came out, you know, the first one. I think this is our foot, mandatory foot weekly metaverse talk, dude? No, no. What's going on, man? How do you here. feel about the... What's the state of the metaverse today? I don't feel anything about it, brother. I don't feel anything uh, about it. We're not talking about it this week. <laughs> all right, I'll just... Uh, in news, I think they're saying like they're losing bleeding money still. Investors are unsure of what's going on. But I, don't oh, know, I said that shit months ago when they were like announced, like they did like the last state of the Zuckerberg's metaverse uh, earlier this year. And they're like, we're eight years away from being able to show anything. And I was like, how are they getting anyone to invest in this shit for eight years? Like you guys have blind faith for eight years. Uh, and now all the, the chickens are coming home to roost right now, you know, with the economy being like in an unsure state everyone's like sure why am i invested in a long-term fucking gamble from a crazy billionaire man uh so you know i mean a crazy billionaire man just bought twitter so i mean yeah shit's shit's happening shit's happening (laughs) things are happening didn't parlor get bought up too sounds right sounds right i think kanye bought it dude another crazy billionaire bought up another (laughs) social media platform dude they're all getting bought up that's, uh, that's hilarious. I don't know. Like, I start hearing more 
like from that point where I was like, I don't understand this to I was listening to a Lex Friedman podcast where they had like one of the engineers from Metaverse on there and he was interviewing him. Uh, and he's working like on AI and it's not like nothing game related they're like working on. And I was like, oh, okay, this is like a way wider vision that I can't even see because like the people at the top aren't sharing that vision with like everybody else even. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's like eight years away. Hand tracking was made for like medical shit. It's like, so you could, you could simulate surgeries and stuff that, that you actually need to get like your fingers in and, and, you know, do shit. So I thought, I mean, it just came to consumers, you know, we're using it for like gaming and shit, but they're using it for training people on how to do surgery, you know? Yeah. So I think this use case is a little different. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It it seems like everything's kind of funneling into like the same factor of like assisted augmented reality with robots. And it might be eight years away before we see like a consumer grade cheap uh, assistant robot. Like, I don't know. Tesla has like their robot that drop and, sure other people are working on like uh you have uh someone with all the creepy robot videos you know what i'm talking about with the dog and his one no no the american one uh oh, i don't know there's one made by that like honda keeps doing that that uh, gets realer and realer every year <laughs> japan oh the mit one that one yeah talking about? yeah 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 Am I, uh in japan they just released a they, what they claim like the most realistic female robot of all time and it's like completely sold out and I was telling my buddy about this. I was like, bro, uh, are you worried about this? And he goes, it's Japan, bro. They just made it slightly better than a body pillow. And I was like, damn, dude, that was like the cleanest damn. roast I'd ever heard in my life. Right. He right. like scared him, dude. That's hilarious. Uh, but he's probably right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, it's so realistic, bro. I'm like, all yeah, right. Man. Yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's a tough, tough pill. Because I think uh, with... There's a lot going on in the like engineering and AR space, like between VR, AR, and now we have you know the self-driving cars and and like our government is wondering how do you how do you build laws around that? How do you police that? Um, but it's it's like a chicken and egg scenario, right? The cars that can drive themselves are already out. Yeah, there's no They're driving better yet. than people. <laughs> yeah, there's no law yet. You know, I assume um, eventually. Uh, anyone with a car that can be manually driven primary, you know, and with no AI on board, you'll have to get like vintage plates or like the collector's plates and, and you will be required to drive via AI. Um, unless you're like a race car driver or you have some sort of, you know, perpetual license where you're doing something for entertainment. Um, at that point too, truckers We'll probably not have jobs. It seems like that's the first that's vector, the first right? Yeah. yeah, that yeah. whole sector of like business is like uh, freight moving things around. Uh, even like dock workers, like any repetitive like uh, infrastructure style thing, which is scary. I don't know if we want to actually do that, but you know, it's a thing. Let me ask you on one thing: Why not? Uh, because it's trillions of dollars of. So I heard this thing because I at one point wanted to be a long-term truck driver. I was like, man, maybe I should get into truck driving. This seems fun. Truck driving is awesome. So I got the book okay. and I was reading it. And the first like uh, paragraph of like, if you go to like learn to be a truck Acme driver. Truck driving school? Yeah. If you go to the Acme yeah. School of Truck Driving <laughs> uh, sure, 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 with sure. all the other uh, tunes, the, the first thing they say is like just no, like I over like at the, <laughs> at the time, I think it was like $10 billion worth of uh, material items 
are transferred through the United States uh, a year, and every major city only has three weeks of material. The they can't sustain themselves. So it's always like every city is basically bleeding uh, material. So you constantly need to like refeed the beast. So if you have like a bunch of robots, like if they just decide like whoopsie doopsie, we messed up and like we didn't like bring like your food this week, <laughs> like that's catastrophic. It's not like a little oopsie woopsie. It's like yeah. uh, you know, there's no toilet paper on the shelves, bro. There's no uh uh meats, uh, you know, you have no bags of rice uh at all. So yeah. It could go yeah. bad. Like they all they all got rerouted to Oklahoma for some reason. Right. Whoops. Right, right, right. And now like people have to drive there. <laughs> so I don't know. So that's one reason. Uh but you know, they're testing the hell out of these systems. I know they were working on this for military purposes for the longest time to, you know, worry about like being blown up and stuff. So they had like different DARPA uh competitions for unmanned uh transportation vehicles and stuff to move material uh between places and those seem to be good. I think like the old one was like a hundred miles. Uh, without anybody, uh, you know, those those were fine. Like I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, but I'm saying like the potential for things. Like, it's when things go wrong, it's going to be catastrophically wrong. It's not like a little bit of wrong. Yeah, uh, it, and yeah. it's not about crashing either. Like that's the least uh, concern for like uh, automated uh, trucking system. But I've heard that they want to have like human overrides and stuff in there where people can like uh, radio into like a cockpit and like take over and drive. Sure. So. Sure. They're gonna be using the old Duke controller and uh, driving the the kids home, dude. There's, uh, I think, like for road trips as well, it could be a game changer. Like cross country road trips, you never have to stop except for gas, right? Like yeah. you can sleep in the car while you're going. I think there's laws against that currently, but theoretically you could, right? Just yeah, you know, fell asleep at the wheel. You you're going from east coast to west coast. You wake up at around midway through. Take like, the wheel, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. That's that seems crazy to me, man. That's a whole whole other lifestyle. <laughs> um, I yeah. think trains as well are will, will like having manned conductors are probably not going to be a thing as well. You'll probably have yeah. an engine, like one engineer on board just to make sure everything's going right. You know. I mean, that was it. always my argument for uh, self-driving cars because they're like complaining like they're getting into accidents, and uh, we have like a light rail where I live. And I was like, that thing gets into accidents and it's on a track and it has a human driver. Like, <laughs> like people still fucking crash into that, dude. Like, people are fucking dumb, dude. The yeah. less uh, people yeah. we can get involved in the scenario, like, the better off we are, you know? Right, right. People Usually, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's so. like, you don't have, you know, 50 eyeballs that have, like, multiple sensories, like LiDAR and the fucking, you can't uh, see where the trajectory of where things have been in, like, the past 30 minutes, like, in all directions of you for, like, six miles. You have no like idea what like the traffic weather conditions are like a city right. over from you, you know. Right, like right, right, right. <laughs> uh, we're very limited in like the information we can take in at a single point. Uh, but yeah, interesting. So maybe yeah. we'll all be driving VR trucks and we'll just get credits. And <laughs> get to get the, <laughs> that's, you, that's the, uh, the truck driving game and play that in VR, dude. Just to start training for life, you know, for, for yeah. what it is later in life. Um, so the gig economy, bro. Let me uh, switch gears here because this is the spooktacular. This is the spooktacular, and uh, you've been playing some holiday, scary games, dude. I have been playing some scary games. Uh, I played through Scorn, 
which was, which I don't know how people mark, like thought this was going to be like a spooky shooter. Um, so I struggling with it a little bit. It was clearly a puzzle game. Yeah. There's some, there's some abstract yeah. puzzles, but, uh, you know, I beat it. Uh, it was a very like nihilistic ending to the game, but, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the world. I enjoyed the Geiger influences. Um, uh, you know, I thought the game was going to be loaded with penises, you know, like, yeah. like uh, but I thought it was like, going to be like uh, William Regal, you know, blood and guts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there yeah. definitely blood and guts. Uh, there there's go. one very poorly made boss fight that was a puzzle, but I just found it tedious. Uh, but other than that, um, I really enjoyed the game. Uh, the game's selling for like, I think it's 40 bucks, uh, but it's also on Game Pass. I paid hey. 30 for it from pre-ordering. Um, do I do I think that it was worth my time? The game's short as well. You can beat it in bet- between like four to six hours. Uh, do, I, do I regret the purchase? No, not at all. I enjoyed my time with it. I enjoyed the world. Um, I was con- consistently in awe um, at the just world design. I thought uh-huh. it was fantastic. Oh, um, uh-huh. It wasn't scary. Uh, I think it was, everything around you was just gross. It was like all yeah. bio, biological like machines and stuff. Um, but very, very interesting. And uh, like a little disappointment that um, a Geiger influence game only had one penis. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Uh, so when it happened, it was like, oh, finally, there it is. You know, because I figured like the whole game would just been throwing dicks at you. But yeah, you know. Yeah. Could have been <laughs> uh, like Saints Row the Third where you have like a dildo bat, bro. Well, I mean, you had a Should've been uh, your primary. Your melee weapon was like an auto pumping dildo uh, yeah. <laughs> from hell, you know. So it was kind of there, but but the game was good. Um, puzzles were good. There's one very very unique puzzle that I thought was fantastic. <coughs> um, it's probably like the second or third biggest puzzle in the game, where you're figuring out how to get into like a combination lock, but but uh, you have to like slide the the like bars in at a certain point just ro- rotating it all like the correct way i figured it out pretty quick but i thought the the base of the puzzle was very very clever um a couple of other cl- clever puzzles and then and then the game starts like towards the end of it uh it was just more of of trying to navigate through an area and finding like bigger world puzzles um so it was like the, the primary loot explore puzzle combat yeah the combat was really just to bring some get to the, the next game. yeah puzzle. there's a point where you're uh, trying to figure out how to like kill this giant leviathan beast that w- would like creepily stare at you the entire time with what you're doing so that was a pretty cool uh-huh. unsettling moment you know because uh, you kind of always felt like you're being watched and then you look out like one of the flesh windows you are being watched staring yeah. right back at you following you so that was that was pretty cool that's dang cool. man they have um, the uh steam hall spooktacular sale going on right now they do up until uh, Tuesday, so you know, yeah, good, some good stuff on there. I'd highly recommend. I picked the first up Evil Doom, Legends, like six bucks. Doom, yeah, Doom. I did never own a physical or yeah, digital. I don't have. I didn't have a digital copy of Doom. Uh, so I picked up Doom, Doom Two, Hexen, uh, yep. One and Two, yep. Uh, yep. Doom Three, yeah, and then I picked up Doom VFR. So yeah. $15 for all of them. Nice, nice. Doom VFR is fun. It's it's uh, like a shorter Doom 2016. Uh, turn yeah. on lo- uh, continuous locomotion, and it's a pretty fun game. Uh, Damn. It's easier. 
Uh, yeah, it's but, uh, one of the reasons because we had been talking about maybe doing like a superhero team up to make a game. Yeah, I was like, what about if we just made it in Doom? Like if we made like a mod, like a co-op uh, level. Oh, so yeah. then I was like, let me get Doom, and then like I started, I bought it, and I started down, like downloading everything. And I was looking online, like what's how hard is this to do? Really fucking hard. It's not super easy, dude. It's nowhere near as intuitive and as easy as you would hope it would be to like yeah. set up like a multiplayer uh, modded levels of Doom. Right, 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 right. So I mean, I've made wads before um, years ago, um, so I have some experience. But yeah, it'd be easier to make it in an engine. Truly, yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> that's the conclusion I came to after. Yeah. Spending like five hours on this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah, now yeah. I have Doom though, so I'm not upset nice. about that. Nice. Great game stone. Uh, Spooky game. The, the other uh, game I've, I've been playing is uh, Faith. It is a like 8 bit game that uh, came out and where you're playing as an exorcist um, and you're trying to uh, exercise this demon out of this woman named Amy. And there's three chapters, they're all connected. And. Uh, probably the most effective horror game that i've played in a good chunk of time uh, the game is fantastic uh the storytelling has been great the digitized voices that are slightly uh too loud um this works great for being unnerving um as the story progresses it really, like like fucks with the player too um uh the your only the, the only thing you have to like save you in in in, in combat is the cross. You just pull the cross out to scare the demons away. Uh, yeah, going it's into, like Castlevania. Dank, dank places. Uh, uh, let's see. There's you, you actually perform a full exorcism where you're having to pr- protect the priest who's doing the, who's reading the last rites. Uh, that was pretty great as demons were attacking. Uh, there's one point where you pick up a note and the note keeps going on and on. And then like, like as it goes on, the note gets crazier and crazier. And as you're going, like your controller starts vibrating, like fucking like start flickering and shit. It's so effective, dude. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was fantastic. Like, uh, uh my you wife, pee pants? no, but my, my wife <laughs> couldn't watch the stream anymore. She's too scared. Ah, she uh, did. So, she ran off. She's yeah, gone. So, so, you know, um, highly, highly recommend faith it's only 15 bucks uh fantastic game so far um i will be playing through the final chapter most likely on uh halloween so we'll see how that goes but uh yeah dude highly recommend faith uh as far as as uh spooky games to recommend outside of those two um from the sale like i said the very first evil within is like five bucks for the sale oh. uh, in U.S. prices, and that game did not get enough love. Uh, two got got all of the praise for good reason. Two was great, and it introduced a hub world which hasn't been used in a horror game ever. So okay. uh, very unique setting and watching the world continually ex- um, uh, expand and, and like evolve over time um, with your progress in the game was really cool. But uh, the first Evil Within, you have to burn the bodies of those that you kill. And you have a limited number of matches to burn things with. So when you kill something later in the level, if you don't have any matches, that will come back to get you. Dang, so man. yeah, so it was a very interesting like mashup of classic Resident Evil tropes and like its own thing. Uh the first evil within is criminally underrated, and I would highly recommend that game. Alright, um, alright. Dang. Yeah, man. I don't think yeah. I've been you know, notoriously I don't play any scary games or anything, so uh downloading doom was as scary as i got this uh 
a spooktacular the special. First, the Doom, Doom actually is kind of, has horror elements, dude. I understand. Yeah, that. man. Like, it's a, you're going to hell. Fight people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, wild. Literally, literally, demons from hell are coming out. You know, like I get it. Yeah. I get it. Don't get um, more spooktacular than that, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then outside of that, um, uh, but you know, I do one horror movie a day for thirty-one days. You know, like, like every year. Um, so far. Uh, my favorite movie that I've seen, like I, I watch movies that I've seen before as well. Isn't so there like a new Halloween coming out? Yeah, it's trash. It's already out. Did you it watch sucks. it? Oh my god, was, <laughs> was that part of your thirty-one movies? It was part of my thirty-one movies. Yeah, and, my one buddy know, also wanted to give it a shot. He's like, you know, I watched the last one; it wasn't too bad, so I'm going to watch this no, one the last too. One too. <laughs> Damn, the last one was worse. This one was terrible. <laughs> it just, seems to be getting some sort of like cult following online, which fine, but. That movie sucked ass, and it wasn't for me. Like, yeah, it's uh, for younger people, like man. Terrible. Yeah, the well, what didn't you like about it, man? Seventy-year-old woman is for younger people, sure. Yeah, sure. man, it's for that young. Uh, 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 let's see. Love story made zero sense in context of the other two uh, two movies that came before it. Uh, let's see. The bait and switch. Um, of the main antagonists uh, was a little annoying. I was fine with it when it was happening, but uh, they didn't go full bore into it. It was just and then there was another like really abrupt uh, final act that really killed any momentum. The overall twist the movie had uh, the kills. Only one of them was creative. Uh, let's see. So and... it has to have creative kills for you? No. <laughs> No, and it has to have some merit. Like, the movie was just boring. Like, that's probably the worst thing you could have, right? Just to be boring. Is The Purge considered scary movies? They're, they're horror movies, yeah. I like The Purge. Yeah, the Purge right. are, are fun. They're a lot of I fun. didn't really see them as a horror film, but I could see how they might fall into that genre. Yeah, they fall into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, uh, what else? Um, Hellraiser Reboot's really good. I enjoyed that. Um some people I've recommended it to said it was just okay. Uh, me being a fan of the franchise, uh, which I, I use loosely because only two, maybe three movies out of the franchise are actually good, or, or I should wow. say watchable. Like the first first movie is a masterpiece. Second movie is a good sequel. And then the movies just start being complete ass for the rest of the series. There's, there's fucking 11 of these movies, dude. And Damn. then... And then the reboot happened, and the reboot I enjoyed a bunch. I thought it was great. Uh, Prey, I'm shocked that there's not more big franchise video game, like video games based on movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It yeah, seems I like that. I mean we had like Nightmare on Elm Street stuff on the NES, uh, but like there, I don't think there's like a the Chucky games. Game. Is there Saw no. games? Yeah, there's a Saw. There's two Saw games. Is there a Halloween game? No, it but feels like it's low hanging fruit, in, dude. Michael Myers is in Dead by Daylight. You know, there's, I bet there's, there's like a Friday the Thirteenth game. There's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game coming out. There's an Evil Dead game. There's some games. Yeah, there's I like bet like all the IPs are like games. tied up with like the studios or whatever. You yeah. know, I'm sure yeah, it's like yeah. really hard to get. They're like, no, we're gonna make a billion dollar video game franchise from these IPs. Yeah, definitely. And they, uh, they never do a uh, shit so with the, them. The Predator prequel Prey was fantastic. That movie was great. Um Let's see. Terrifier has been like burning up the movie theaters. Uh, Terrifier two, uh, starring Art the Clown. Uh, people have been throwing up and passing out in the movie theater. Oh my god! Dude. Uh, 
it's like they so. went to a Steve-O fucking <laughs> right, live <right>. show. <laughs> so that movie is getting the most hype this Halloween season for good reason. And uh, without getting into it, uh, Tear Fire 2 is awesome. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite horror movie this year. I have I have two more to watch uh, before I make a full like conclusion in my head. Uh, it's definitely top three. Um, and it's hard, too, because I also watch movies I haven't seen before. So not, mm-hmm. it could not have been released this year, you know, and I would still like rank it as my one of my best movies of this year. Dang. It's hard to kind of do, you know. Um, there's like a go. There's like a haunted house ghost movie that I, I missed a few years ago. Um, that I'm looking at, Terrifier Two, definitely has uh, has it in the makeup department though. Is uh, number one Ghostbusters on your list? No, no, <laughs> no. All right. You're not uh, afraid of no ghosts. I am watching Ghostbusters Afterlife though, because because I have to like mix it with like family friendly stuff too. You know, yeah. Uh, like we watched uh, Hocus Pocus two with the kid, one and two with the kids. Uh, there's like a comedy horror movie with Marlon Wayans that's on uh, Netflix. That was fine. To watch with the family. Yeah, um, he's been out there making new stuff. At Marlon Wayans, he has. Yeah, he had like a deal yeah. with Netflix where he did a bunch yeah, of does. movies. Yep, yep. There's, Good there's for him, so man. that horror Extremely movie. Extremely talented. Um, um, that stars him as a scary like a, movie. He's like a nerdy dad. Um, he, he plays his smoky. hairline was like really fucked in that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it just bugged me because I'm yep. like, you're a millionaire. No one, and you're making a movie. No one said, Hey, you got like your, your hairline's like fucked up right here. You know, it's and part of the character, bro. That's what I thought. You're staying in character, like, bro. Just like, yeah, it's fucking, Guess to have a little thing, dude. Maybe, maybe it is just like so a, those little touches like that match, uh, like in the hair, you know, just like uh-huh. back. But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, man, I, I, um, and then on the horror games front, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting a new asymmetric horror game. Uh, you know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the Ghostbusters asymmetric game came out. Uh, as you know, I've, I've, I've enjoyed the Evil Dead game that came out. Yeah. Um, I think we're, I think we're in good hands right now. Uh, yeah, they had the uh, in, VR in Ghostbusters game they announced at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's apparently still still happening, which would be cool to uh, know. you know bust some ghosts and, in VR. And for no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, right. But it'd be pretty great to if we could get like four buddies to play VR with us, dude. Busting some ghosts, yeah. throwing the throwing I don't the trap down. Four friends with VR? Do I? Let's see. Me, me you, you, bro, faster too. Three. Yeah, fourth. Well, expanding, we got uh, Sir Solace, Sir Trike. Uh, I know my buddy Dreamy. Uh, let's see. Sir Trike. Do you uh, ever for, for use like the VR friends stuff to like talk to people? No. Well, like what? Yeah, what same. Stuff? I don't know. Like, like the, in like, like the v- they have like, stuff, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, just use Discord, dude. Like, how come they need to have, like, a better VR Discord interface, dude? Well, I mean, you can have Discord on your VR headset now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's there. I'm saying, like, one of these big companies should just take that sauce and copy pasta, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, that's a great idea you have there. <laughs> like, copy-paste, you know? My, yeah, right. Yeah, your ideas um, are now my property, dude. So yeah. Exactly. exactly. Uh, let me ask you this, dude. You who haven't who don't really play horror games 
I know you. I know you watch a horror movie, but I don't think they're, they're usually your bag. From time to time, yeah. Um, Silent, Silent Hill just announced a shit ton of new Silent games, Hill. Uh, new movies. Uh, uh, you know, a new like choose your own adventure property as well. Um, shit ton's coming from that. Uh, I know Professor loves Silent Hill. I think you liked it as well, right? Like at least all right, movie. yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: Are there any horror games that you see yourself playing in the near future? Doom VR, VR, VFR, okay. dude. Okay. Uh, yeah, I probably end up playing that later today. Uh, I don't know if that counts. Let's see. Let's say I don't it think like, for the point of this. <laughs> I don't think that counts. I don't think the new, like the Ghostbuster game that's coming out probably counts. I'd probably try that out. Uh, maybe Resident Evil 2 remake. I've been looking at that, those okay. VR things. You haven't done the VR thing yet? Awesome. No, man. I'm still too scared, dude. I'm waiting. I understand. I I'm understand. waiting for Christmas, it's... dude. That way it's like you can have the joy. You have the joy of the season, dude. It's the it's the antithesis of Halloween. You know, Halloween's about spooky and scary and, and yeah. monsters. And, and Christmas is about happiness and togetherness yeah. and love. And, <laughs> That's uh, why I get the dichotomy of mankind, dude, while right, I'm in my game. All right. All right. All right, all right aside from that. Like, I don't know. There's no, like, it's not even like on my radar of like things. Like it, yeah. the only thing I saw with like scary stuff was like somebody hacked their PS5 to uh, get PT demo running on it to like yeah. unbrick it from Kojima. So, uh, gotcha. you know, I got to do gotcha. that. Have you played Free PT? the game from Konami. No, I've, I've seen some people play. It didn't look like there's too much to it. It looked all right. Yeah. I think it's, uh, for its time, other indie games have done what it does. Yeah, I think uh, people like literally saw that demo happening. and they're like, it got canceled. Then people are like, oh, hippity hoppity, those yeah. game ideas are now our property. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It was exactly. it was way ahead of its time. Um, yeah. So I think that I don't think PT could come out today, or you know, Silent nah. could come out today because other things have used its its hook. Um, there seems to be a lot of like indie games that are using that like PlayStation aesthetic to like make games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's there. That's what's. I mean, you know, uh, we had the retro revivals for indie games. You know, people are making NES style. People are making 16-bit yeah. era style. 32-bit era is next on the, on the traffic block. On the, on the PlayStation, yeah. 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 I'm all for yep. it, dude. I've been playing a lot of Sega Saturn lately, dude. I've been playing some Dragon Force. That yeah. game, like, I've tried that game, and I've played some Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio. The so game catch, controllers but... are so fucking clunky, bro. <laughs> like you forget like how clunky these old games like control schemes are so like to go into a menu in dragon force you have to hit like uh because there's like abc like or whatever on a saturn controller yeah yeah so you have to hit like b to like get into a menu and then like hit like a to like accept to go into the next level menu to issue a command uh and then you have to hit like c to go backwards <laughs> so you have to like hit like three different buttons just to like issue like a single command to uh, uh, the, uh your arm military replica controllers behind me yeah like i think that's a uh, brother so that's whack dude and then i was playing like the jet set and they have like no right analog control for the camera yeah. like yeah. you have to hit like l1 to like fucking readjust the camera wherever you're like, looking dude very terrible uh it's crazy just how bad controllers used to be like the control schemes and stuff yeah yeah i think the quality of the gameplay kind of overtakes that though yeah you get used to it yeah yeah how far did you get but it's, on, uh, it's jarring Grand radio one uh i got 
past the tutorial and I played like the first level. Okay. Okay. And that was gotcha. you know so, so not far, but yeah. Yeah, good, I was like, oh, game, I mean, though. yeah. Like you, you're playing, it, playing with headphones on or like full. You gotta get you gotta experience the music, man. Yeah, I was. Came definitely was playing with headphones. I was trying to think if I was like playing in VR. Because I know for sure I was playing some Dragon Force in VR. So, how that feel? Feels great. It made or me it just, think of it's just like a big screen, right? Yeah, it made me realize the lack of games that are coming out for VR, like just traditional controller-based games. Like everything's like an immersive uh, sim experience. And then I was thinking about like uh, the life cycle of the Wii and how things went with the Wii, where. Yeah. At the tail end of like the Wii's life cycle, when they finally had like the motion controller plus and they dropped Skyward Sword on us. Yeah. Uh, the best of the best with like years of experience came out to like a gimmicky, mediocre like, Zelda game, dude. Uh, the the you greatest know. game that used motion controller plus was the Tiger Woods game for the Wii. Uh-huh. Like the last, the last, U, the last made uh, PGA, Tiger Woods PGA Tour. That was available on the Wii. The Wii version was the one to own because of the Motion Plus controllers. Like you could accurately hit the ball, um, use it uh, to accurately putt. It was absolutely incredible. Like I fucking love right. that, dude. Like, like, yeah. You know, people are like a golf game. I'm like, shut the fuck up and play. It's great. Yeah, try it out. <laughs> Just yeah. try it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like there's things that shine in VR, and but there's no couch potato games on there. I think that's what they're missing. Well, I think so, like, well, the main thing <clears throat> in VR is people wanted to get up and move, you know? Do they, though, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, look mean. at, like, the Wii, bro. Like, how many of those things, like, ended up collecting dust after, like, Thanksgiving, you know? There's, like, a fun thing you bring out, like, for family events, but, like, this doesn't even have the, the novelty of... it towards casuals, right? And casuals, yeah. are obviously, gonna, it's more gimmicky for them. That's what they're going to be drawn towards. VR is not marketed towards casuals. VR is marketed towards, like, people who want, like, the new experience. I guess the high-end VR headsets are marketed yeah, towards, like... Yeah, this was... Cool I'm saying, it's, like, missing that mass market penetration uh, moment of, like... Beat Saber. Th- yeah. But, like, even that's, like, you can't really share those experiences on like the standalone headset with other people, you know, you can just cast it to your TV. Yeah. Yeah. The professor has a thing where he has like a green screen and like, he's like had it set up on his computer. Where I could watch him in there yeah. live while he's playing beat saber. That guy takes his beat saber serious. Yeah. Uh, but for like everyone professor out there, <laughs> I think there's like most of us aren't doing like uh casting simulcasting and stuff, especially for like precision based rhythm games, you know? Okay. All right, all right. I don't know what I'm saying. I think, I think you just have the wrong. I think I think you just have the wrong uh, wrong idea behind it, man. Uh, I think I'm, if, I think I'm going to the right direction. If, for you, if making... you look at VR as a party game and you play games that are that uh, work in a group environment, like you'd be playing the um, the bomb defusal game, uh, uh, Beat Saber. Keep talking, nobody explodes. Yeah, 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 yeah um is a big group so you know we'll see uh-huh. we still have to play demio dude we oh, expect you to, to die that. yeah dude exactly. i bought the game for all of us and nobody fucking <laughs> played it yeah, yeah, yeah. i we played it one play time it and we'll i was like this is fucking awesome i was super hyped uh i got yeah, in there i played like half a round i was like holy shit can't wait to play yeah. this with everybody else and then nobody else showed up yeah yeah, yeah. i get it I get and it. i wasn't gonna play with strangers on the internet dude who does that yeah, right. stranger danger definitely yeah have bad all right brother i think that kind of does it for the for the fizzle this out bro you got it sega uh, saturn's dope thoughts okay yeah uh sega saturn's dope sega dreamcast was ahead of its time 
the Wii, I saw people modding that, putting it in handhelds. I think that they could just do that. I think Nintendo needs to just like reissue some handheld Wiis. I think that'd be all right. Uh, that's it, man. You know, by, uh, uh, and for you know the metaverse and shit, you know, eight years is a long time, but uh, I think that it has wider reaching implications than we can even comprehend at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as spooky games, um, you know, Faith was phenomenal. It's only fifteen bucks. Uh, check it out. Uh, yeah, and the Resident Evil Winters expansion. Check that out too. Yeah, uh, and I you do. don't have to just wait for Halloween to play spooky games. Play them all year. Play them all year. Play them all year long. Play them during they're Christmas. On, they're great on Christmas. They're great on New Year's. Just play them all the time. Yeah. All right, with that, on that note, one, two, three, dude. Seven dollars, dude. You're losing money <laughs> by not buying it. Right, for sure, for sure. There's so many right, good guys. Doom wads out there. Get your wad on. For Chipmunk, I'm Mr. Gimpy, and this has been the Combo Wombo Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. We out. We out. Peace. Yeah, yeah, bitch. Bitch. Ah, I got you. <laughs>